So tonight we started our study looking at the savage life. Um, and tonight's theme was living by a greater power. We started off by looking at the idea of what it means to be a savage, and we kind of formed this definition of ultimately what it is, is it's a person that is wanting to live their life in a way that few have the guts to do. And we looked at the idea of like adrenaline junkies, um, a lot of times are considered to have a savage lifestyle because they are willing to go kayaking through rapids or jumping off cliffs or whatever it may be. Uh, but that the reason in which they all do this is because they are seeking an adrenaline rush. They're seeking that next high. And so we started talking about the idea that in our, in our lives, we may not be adrenaline junkies like that, but that we're all seeking that next rush, that next something. Um, and, so, and so often we find ourselves turning to alcohol or drugs or seeing how far we can go physically with our boyfriend or girlfriend. And that's where we seek to find that, that rush or that push. Or for some of us, it's even trying to make the best grades possible. Um, and in Proverbs 14, 12, what we hear is this, that there is a way that seems right to a person. So it's talking about that idea of the way in which the world tells you is right. And it, but it says, but it ends in death. And that may not always mean a physical death. It may mean a physical death. But what it's ultimately saying is it kills you on the inside. Is you start to realize, like, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm not feeling whole. Um, and so what, we, what, I'm, what I was proposing tonight and what we're proposing throughout this study is the idea um, that if everybody is living that life of trying to find their fulfillment, that's the normal life. Um, that many of us, this idea of what, what society tells us is the savage life has become the normal life because that's what everybody is doing. And so we ask this idea of what's wrong with a normal life and not necessarily a normal life that we just talked about, but a normal life in general. And we came to the reality that it's boring. It can be disappointing. It's an emptiness and regret because we've done nothing to challenge or push ourselves. And it leaves you seeking more. And so we uh, looked at this idea of, that we are called actually to live by a greater power. And we looked at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, where it says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and the saints and the saints and his incomparable power for us who believe. And so we kind of walk through that verse and, and we talk about the fact that many of us have a heart that is blinded to this idea um, that by, because we're too busy seeking that next adrenaline rush, we're too busy seeking that next earthly high, that we have lost the idea that we don't have to go seeking it because God has given us the, these things, the hope and the extraordinary value that he places on us and the power that he works through us. That's where we can get our adrenaline. And if we are, and if we are living into those things, then my, chat, my push was, that that's what is living the savage life. That's the life that takes guts to live in our world. Not seeking what our friends or family are telling us is most important, but seeking God's way and God's will for us. And so we looked at the idea of what does it mean to give or to believe in the hope that God gives us. And, and 
We've looked at Psalm chapter 25, verse 5, where it says, my hope is in you all day long. We looked at the idea that ultimately that whole verse tells us, A, that we have hope because God extends grace to us. And we asked the question, how are we extending grace to other people? Um, we, we realize that we have the hope that one day we will see Jesus, but that as Christians, our hope is not necessarily just in seeing Jesus one day, but in seeing Jesus in the here and now. And it's, a sa- and it's savage to have this kind of hope. Um, it's not normal. When we exchange our normal life for a truly savage one, our life is characterized by hope. And I'm here to tell you that we live in a world where a lot of people are walking around without hope. And that's why they fill their lives with all those things we mentioned earlier, drugs, sex, rock and roll, whatever it may be. I'm kidding about the rock and roll, but drugs, sex, alcohol, all of those things is because they don't, they don't have a hope. They don't feel valued. Um, that we, we see that what that in the verse that we read from Ephesians, the riches of God's glorious inheritance is in the saints. And we looked at this idea of what is a saint, and I gave this quote. A saint is not somebody who's perfect, but somebody who has trusted God to forgive him or her and is viewed by God as perfect, even though he or she isn't. And I was asked multiple times, well, isn't that all of us? And the question became, but do you truly put your trust in that? Yes, God is willing to forgive all, but are we willing to seek and accept that forgiveness? Um, and if so, we realize that, that, that God's talking about us, that God's saying that we are valuable, that we are loved, that God loves us more than anything else in the world. And, and we start looking at the idea of, you know, we hear that a lot. But do we really take into account how valuable that is? That the God and creator of the universe says, I love you more than anything else. And embracing that, um, that's insane. It, it, it's, as we sing so often, it's reckless for God to love us. But he does anyway. Um, and we all, but we often look for this value in other places. We look, um, we look for our boyfriend or our girlfriend to give us value. We look for our friends to give us value. We look for acceptance from our peer groups and that's what gives us our value. But God's saying, no, you're missing it. What gives you value is the fact that I love you and you don't have to do anything to earn it except for receive it. Do we value that extraordinary value that God places on us? Are we willing to exchange these normal lives, these worldly lives, to live a savage life, to receive the hope and extraordinary value that God has placed on our lives? And what does the power of God look like in your life? How are you living out that greater power? How are you living... How does your life reflect that God is present in it? Does your life reflect that God is present in it? Because that's what it's called to live a savage life. My challenge was that you would go out and that you would take a picture and post it to your Instagram with the hashtag Savage Life, also with the hashtag AnchoredUFUMC, which is our youth hashtag, um, to show people what it means to live that Christian life. 
to show maybe it's a time where you are gathered and you're doing a Bible study with people or maybe whatever it may be. And not to do it just to say, look, I did it, but to show a time when you are really feeling connected with God and that you can really proclaim that the best of all is God is with us. Go out, live your savage life. Stop being normal. Amen and amen.